Hello everybody and welcome! I'm Casper, your host, and you're listening to Typical Teenager. Ignoring the fact that I completely forgot what I was going to say, even though I literally have the script right in front of me. Hello and welcome. If you're new, thank you for joining. If you're returning, thank you so much for coming back. Now, today's episode is going to be another Christian-related episode, because for just for fun, I decided to look into sins that are becoming too normalized and what the Bible has to say about that. So that when I start to feel these things, I can look back and I can say, no, God said this. So anyway, sins that are becoming too normalized. For this episode, we're going to talk about the seven deadly sins. Um, Pride, sloth, wrath, envy, lust, greed, and gluttony. So, yeah, let's get into it. So. Pride is a deep pleasure or satisfaction from one's own works, having an excessively high opinion of oneself or one's own importance. The Pride Movement is a movement that promotes self-affirmation. The Pride Movement also promotes homosexuality as not a sin when it is a sin, and that is something that I will get into later. But the main ways we see Pride today other than that is when we succeed or other people succeed many say that they did that and they believe they did that on their own nobody else helped them so of course the bible has a few things to say about pride i just found some verses on it proverbs 8:13 says to fear the to fear the lord is to hate evil i hate pride and arrogance evil behavior and perverse speech god does not want us to be proud and arrogant rather he wants us to be humble when pride comes, then comes disgrace. With humility comes wisdom. Proverbs 11:2. So God wants us to be humble and lowly and give the glory to him when something good happens. We ourselves cannot do anything apart from God. John 15:4-5 says, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. Moving on to sloth. Sloth is the reluctance to work or make an effort, a stronger word for laziness. In the Bible, sloth is the sin of omission, being a lack of desire or performance. Sloth and laziness are different. Laziness is by choice, whereas sloth is an aversion to work or utter inactivity altogether. What are examples of sloth? Sleeping too much unnecessarily, laying around on the couch all day. Another big example, plagiarism. With the rise in technology, it's become so easy to just copy and paste and not do any real work on your own. So what does the Bible have to say about sloth? Proverbs 13:4. The soul of a sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Working takes time, effort, and energy, which is something not many people are willing to do. Hebrews 6, 10 through 12 says, For God is not unjust, so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints, as you will do. And we desire each one of you show the same earnestness to have full assurance of hope till the end, so you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Now I want to make something clear really quick. Sloth sounds a lot like depression. Depression is an overwhelming sadness, or more often numbness, that accompanies a 
a loss of previous interests and not wanting to do anything and struggling to take care of yourself. Sloth is extreme laziness out of selfish intent. Now, moving on to wrath. Wrath is extreme anger. Strong, vengeful anger or indignation. Wrath is a great anger that seeks to cause harm to somebody. Noah saw the flood as the wrath of God. But how is God's wrath different from our own? Our wrath is uncontrollable, unpredictable, and petty. God's wrath is just, proper, and a measured response to evil. Examples of wrath today are domestic violence, destructiveness, vandalism, or hostility. So what does God have to say about wrath? Proverbs 15.1 A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Ephesians 4.31-32 Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And Colossians 3.8 But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, and obscene talk from your mouth. Instead of being angry or full of wrath, God calls us to be patient and loving. 1 Corinthians 13 Love is patience, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not pride, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, and it keeps no records of wrong. Moving on to envy. Envy is a feeling of discontent, of discontent with one's own life or possessions, the desire to possess or have the quality of someone else's things or lives. Envy, I would say, is a step above jealousy. Jealousy simply being, oh man, I wish I had that. Envy is resentfulness towards the person simply because they have something that the other person does not. Getting a little deeper into that, jealousy and envy are often used synonymously when they have very distinct differences. Envy is a painful want for someone else's looks or possessions, while jealousy is a feeling is feeling threatened or fearful for losing something to someone else. Proverbs 14.30 A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Galatians 5.26 Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. God doesn't want us to envy others. He wants us to be happy for what we have and for what other people have and for our successes and other people's successes. Rather than tearing each other down, God wants us to lift each other up. 1 Peter 2.1-3 Therefore, get rid of all ill will and deceit, pretense, envy, and slander. Instead, like a newborn baby, desire the pure milk of the word. Nourished by it, you will grow in salvation since you have tasted that the Lord is good. Moving on to lust. Lust is a strong sexual desire or a strong hunger for something. When you lust for something, you have a strong desire for it. The Bible talks about lust and its desires of the world and flesh and not of God. Matthew 5.28 But I say to you, whoever looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. 1 John 2, 16-17 says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. And 2 Timothy 2, 22 says, So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Moving on to the last two, greed and gluttony. Greed is an intense selfish desire for something, wealth, power, food, 
It's a strong want for more than one's proper share. Examples of greed are paying workers a low salary while making more than enough, hiding food from people who are starving because you want it later, and a student not sharing pens or paper when they have more than enough. Luke 12:15, and he said to them, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for one's life does not consist in abundance of his possessions. 1 Timothy 6:17 through 19 As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, and to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. And the last one for this episode is gluttony, overeating, overindulgence of food or drink. America has the biggest problem with gluttony. Gluttony is excess of something and most Americans know excess. We waste about 20 to 25% of food, that's about 475 pounds a year, and 20% of the US's diet is sweets. Proverbs 23:21. For the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty and slumber will clothe them in rags. 1 Corinthians 6.10 Nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, those are the seven seven deadly sins, what they are, and what the Bible has to say about them. Again, the reason it's so important to know the word of God is because we can use that against the devil. When the devil tries to tell us, oh, do this, we can say, no, the Bible says this, therefore I should not be doing that. That's what Jesus did when Satan was tempting him, when he was like fasting for 40 days and 40 nights or something like that, if I'm remembering correctly. But basically, if you listen carefully to all of these, it's all surrounded on selfish intent. All of it. Desires of the world are centered around ourselves and being selfish. Desires of God are there it's an intent to help others and to want other people to be happy rather than solely focusing on ourselves now i will make about an episode about this in the future but while making everybody else happy we have to make sure that we are okay and i will go into that more because this is a big thing that I struggled on. I focused on everybody else so much that I let myself fall apart. And again, I will go into that in a later episode. But thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed and I hope this was helpful. And I will talk to you guys next week.